Hello, friends. Welcome to Find Hope, Live Well, a show about doing small things to make big changes in your life. I'm Grant Stenzel. My goal is to help you regain hope and walk with you down the path of healing. Through my experience as a licensed clinical professional counselor and former pastor, I enjoy helping individuals and families navigate through mental health issues. In today's episode, we're going to talk about being an engaged bystander. In other words, if someone were to tell you they were being abused, what should you do? First of all, thank you for listening to this podcast. You are being part of the solution by just listening. It is not easy when someone tells you they're being abused. You may react emotionally, you may get upset, you may have confusion, you may have your own fear. When people are telling you that they're being abused, it took a lot of courage for them to tell you. They've been afraid and they're not sure how you're going to react. And so it's very, very important that there are things you should say and there's things you shouldn't do. And hopefully I can cover all of those in this podcast. An important saying I like to say when talking about how we react to someone that's being abused is a verse from the Bible in the book of James. It says, be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. This is opposite of how often we react in so many different situations. And that's what we try as therapists to try and remember to do, is to be quick to listen, to hear the story, to continue to ask questions, to ask more of the story, to learn more of the story, to listen hard and fast. So you're quick to listen and then next, slow to speak. We often so want to just give advice to help people and fix the problem so we don't have to deal with it. People need to be heard. And lastly, slow to become angry. Check your emotions. When someone has been abused, they are in a very vulnerable state, in a vulnerable position. And so when they come to you and tell you they've been abused, it's taken some time, it's taken some courage to come and tell you what's going on. And so what I wanna do today is give you some things to do, some things not to do, um, to be able to help the whole situation go better and smoother so that you can give the best kind of help to your friend. First of all, you need to check your own emotional reaction. This is not about you. And I know years ago, if someone would have come and told me that they were being abused, um, I would get angry. I would probably want to go attack that person, honestly, and protect or pull them out of the situation. Um, my motives were good, but my behavior would be incorrect. You know, oftentimes we can act out in anger. Uh, we can react in fear. We may be afraid for that person or afraid for our own selves or our safety or even confusion. Wow, I don't know what to do. This is a big thing. How do I handle it? The first thing you need to do is watch your emotional reaction. Check your emotions. We can react in anger. We can react in fear or confusion. But the most important thing is that it's not about us. We need to take our emotions and put them in check and focus on the person that's talking to us. I know if years ago someone would have told me they were being abused, I would have gotten angry. 
not at them, but their abuser. And I probably would have tried to go do something or take care of it myself or intercede, which isn't what that person needs. You know what? They've been controlled enough. They don't need someone else taking control of them. And so check your anger. Fear is another normal thing to feel. You may be afraid for them. You may be afraid of the right or wrong thing to say. You may be afraid for your own safety now that you know the information. But make sure you just check your emotions, take a deep breath, and focus on the person in front of you. Confusion can be an emotion that can happen. You may not be sure what you should do or shouldn't do. And so oftentimes confusion or ignorance can cause fear and we may react poorly. So what's important is take a deep breath, calm yourself, and get ready to listen. So I'll start with what not to do. So the thou shall nots are, do not criticize anything. It's so easy to hear their story and go, well, why did you do that? Or why haven't you told me sooner? This person's been criticized enough. We do not need to be negative. We don't need to question anything. They've taken a courageous step today. Be gentle with them. Do not try and take control of the situation. They've already been controlled. We don't want to re-traumatize them by controlling them. And perhaps that is the abuse that they've experienced as someone being controlling. And so we can have good motives, but ignorant actions. And so we need to make sure that we don't take control of the situation. We don't decide what they're going to do. Another thing is do not give advice, at least initially. Your advice may hurt. You may not give the right advice. You need to trust an expert in this area. Do not minimize what they're going through. Don't go, well, you know, it's not that bad. Or, well, at least he didn't hit you. Or, well, it could have been worse. We don't want to say anything to minimize the abuse this person has been through. We want to validate them and care for them. And lastly, and I would say this from someone coming from a Christian perspective, is, is you don't defend God. You know, people may say, I don't understand why God allowed this to happen. And again, it's not, your job is not to defend God. A, God doesn't need to be defended. Uh, B, the question of why do bad things happen to good people is an incredibly complex question. And C, most importantly, this is not the time for that. You need to validate and listen and care for the person in front of you. So what should you do? Listen. Let them tell their story. Ask questions and see what's going on. Don't interrupt them. Believe them. Believe their story. It's not your job to be judge or jury. It's possible their story is exaggerated or fabricated, but that's not your problem to figure out. Right now they're hurting and you need to listen to them. And giving up the chance that they may be exaggerating or doing something wrong is a very low risk compared to the damage you can do if they have been abused and you don't believe them. We want to validate. Validating statements are, that sounds terrible. Or, I'm so sorry you're going through that. Some great things to say is, thank you for telling me. 
That took real courage to tell me. I appreciate you respecting me and honoring me in this way. Thank you for trusting me to tell me what's going on. We want to help them find help. Calling the National DV Hotline. Googling what's online about getting help about domestic violence. Asking them who would they feel comfortable going to. Offer them options. And you know what? Offer to go with them. If they're going to go to the police, if they're going to go to a lawyer, if they're going to go to a parent, if they're going to go to a friend, whatever it is, offer to go with them, offer to support them, offer to help them. They've been alone long enough. They need your support. And you want to walk them through the process. And as we walk them through the process, we have to remember to be patient. You don't know what they've been through. And oftentimes in our good motives, we can be impatient because we want them out of that situation. We want it to be better for them. We want them to be well and to be safe. And so we can get impatient with the process. You know, on average, it takes a woman who's being abused in a marriage 10 times to leave her spouse. This is a delicate, intricate process. So please, please be patient with them. Do not abandon them. I know it's easy to get frustrated or you know, in your anger, fear, or confusion to, to try and get away from the situation, please do not abandon them. Support them through this whole thing and continue to check in on them as weeks and months go by. I hope these few suggestions help you the next time someone comes and tells you that they're being hurt or being abused by an intimate partner, a, a wife, a husband, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a coworker. You are part of the solution. Thank you. That's going to do it for today's episode. Visit stenzoclinical.com backslash news for helpful tips on parenting, relationships, managing anxiety, battling depression, and more. You can also find us on social media with the handle at stenzoclinical. If you enjoyed our show, please be sure to leave a review. As always, thank you for listening.